Coming up, how to finally get your wife to listen to you. Being a man of conviction requires grit, endurance, and sacrifice. Stepping into your convictions will require you to question everything about who you are and the decisions you make. But once you go through the process, you can be proud of the man looking back at you in the mirror. Welcome to the Men of Conviction podcast. Welcome to the Men of Conviction podcast. We're your hosts, Cordell and Alex. Today, we're going to give you some tips to help you get your stubborn wife in line. So, we're going to jump right into it, guys. We're going to help you. Because you have a wife that won't listen to you, we're going to give you some tools to get her to listen and get her in line. So, I'm going to kick it over to Alex here today. And we're going to jump right into this. He has a story he found online. My, my wife with her AirPods in just stopped what she was doing and said, they're talking about what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we're, we're going off the rails on this one, guys. <laughs> All right. We'll give you all an example of a stubborn wife. <laughs> found this. I found this comment online, this uh, this post on Reddit. This, uh, this woman's posting in a parenting uh, subreddit. She says, my husband's help doesn't feel helpful. I won't read the whole thing to y'all, but here's here's the Cliff Notes version. Very grateful with the, with the chores my husband does. He's not a couch potato compared to other guys I hear about. What he does is great, but I still feel overwhelmed and stressed when he does it. He washes the baby bottles, but they still have residue on them. He folds the laundry, folds in, air, in quotes there, folds the laundry, but it's all balled up and thrown into drawers, usually the wrong drawer. She even says that, he puts her socks in his drawer and then w- tries to wear them, gets them all stretched out. So they're not, <laughs> they're not good for either of them. He'll sweep the floor, but only in the open space. No, no going under the furniture. He'll cook the food, but when he goes into the kitchen, he leaves a hurricane behind him, a pot and pan for... They, air- <laughs> they must be from New Orleans. It's Hurricane Katrina, yeah, actually. <laughs> it does say Hurricane Katrina. I thought that was uh, that was interesting, but... 50 million plates, one plate to chop every ingredient. He never rinses or tosses anything in the dishwasher. Vacuuming, only one side of the room and kind of forgets the other half. The other side wasn't dirty. <laughs> He's got to stagger it. That way you get two opportunities to vacuum. Like, no, vacuuming again. That's right. You got to make sure you get seen when you vacuum. <laughs> and so so here's here's the kind of the final note here. I don't know how to explain this to him. Do the chore right or clean up after yourself. And so I read this and I could see my wife writing it. Maybe with four four years ago, Alex, she could I could see my wife writing this because this is and I feel like a lot of y'all are gonna hear this and be like, Yeah, my wife says the same thing. I don't know why she can't be appreciative of what I do, right? Why can't she just take what I do as as the good gesture it's intended to be? Cordell, Cordell, if if you not we're not we're not we're not criticizing this woman in any way whatsoever. She puts in here that she has a, a breastfeeding baby, so I got a little baby at home. Her her feelings, her emotions are valid. Now, if you were talking to the husband here, this this Hurricane Katrina of a man in the kitchen, what would you what would you say to him? I would ask him a question of like, well, well, how do you feel like you're doing with those chores? Which likely his response would be, I'm doing pretty good. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So so if you want to do something, say this guy's an avid 
fisherman or hunter or something like that, I'd ask him if he was prepared to go on a hunting or fishing expedition. Would he go without his tackle or his bullets for his gun, his gear? What would his response be, I guess? Yeah, would, yeah. would he leave the, the tent in the attic? Would he leave the tackle box in the, under the workbench? He'd say, absolutely. No, absolutely not. I need all my stuff. I got to be ready to go on my, my trip. Exactly. That's what he's going to tell me back. And I'm going to say, okay, all right. So you pay attention to what matters when it matters for you to you. So whenever you want to go on that trip, you make sure you have everything you need. When you want to go fishing, you make sure you have everything you need. So how much does it matter to you that you're doing these things for your wife? And he, he probably like respond. Well, I mean, it matters, but I mean, it's not that important. That's what he would probably say. That's what I would say. That's what that's what Cordell of yesteryear would say. It's not that big of a deal. Maybe not to me. Maybe not to me. But it, maybe it's a bigger deal to your wife. And so, once you understand that these things that your wife asks you to do, when you truly love and care for her. You jump in and you do them. You get it done right. You make sure that there's no gunk left in the baby bottles, you know. Um, you make sure that the plates are all clean. You make sure when you vacuum, you vacuum the whole area. Because in reality, the things that you're doing for your wife, if you're not doing them with excellence, if you're not doing them with the attitude of serving her, serving by loving, or loving by serving, as you guess I'd rather be a better way to put it, um, then what are you doing? You know, if you're like, if you're halfway going about doing the thing that makes your wife happy or that she's asking you to do, do you really care about her? Cause we're called, men are called to lead their families and, uh, and be very clear that when Cordell and I are talking right now, we're talking from experience. We're not, <laughs> we're not, we're not, oh yeah. We didn't go on Google and be like, "Oh, what do guys say when their wife tells them to do the dishes?" No, like we were the guy that our wife said, "Hey, can I help? Can you help me with dishes?" And we're like, "Oh, just don't worry about them. Do them next week. <laughs> just stop <laughs> worrying about them, and they'll be fine." So here's the thing: we're called to lead our families, men, husbands. We're called to lead our families, and I think sometimes that leadership can be viewed as instruction. And delegation, in a sense, we don't. I don't think many people feel like they're delegating to their wife, but that's also you do when you're just when you're just giving advice. Oh, I would just do that later. I'd do that next week. I wouldn't worry about that. You're in a sense delegating, but leadership is serving. It's being an example. It's it's giving whatever you can and all that you can to those that you're responsible for. So in your home, when you're leading your family. You lead by serving them. Whatever it is that you can do to give to your family, to give to your wife, to give to your kids, whatever you can do to encourage, to set an example, to be there, to support, that's leadership within your home. Absolutely. And so and for you guys that are still kind of like you're, you're looking to eject from this conversation right now, let me go back to Cordell four years ago, um, working a lot. And in coming home to my wife, who would be frustrated, saying, I'm drowning here. Oh, yeah, just don't worry about that. You know, don't worry about this little task here. Don't worry about this little task here. 
And that was my solution was, yeah, I mean, don't worry about it. But I need, but she needed more of me. She needed me to step up and help. And maybe I was thinking that I was helping by working and providing, which that's good too. But if you're needed at home more, what's more important? Is it important to be at home helping your wife or is it important to earn another dollar that you can do the next day? And ultimately, you have to figure out that this is not necessarily my wife's duties. It's our duties. It's our home. If my wife wants her home a certain way and it's my home too, I need to step up and serve her and love her the way that she wants to be loved and really listen to that as opposed to thinking, you know what? She really just doesn't care about this. She just says it awful lot. <laughs> she just she just keeps saying there's a lot of dishes. I don't understand what she's trying to tell me. <laughs> it's like, I, I mean, haven't figured it out yet. She basically beat me over the head with a frying pan and I still couldn't get it. It's like, this is a dirty frying pan. <laughs> I'm like, what? Stop hitting me with it. Put it down in the sink. And sit down. And watch it next week. Sit down on the couch with me. Watch a movie all the while she's thinking about all the dishes all and the things dishes. that need to be done in the, the house. Laundry and the dishes and the counters and the stuff and the. So what happens? We have all these things to do in our head. Is we we're not able to actually engage. We're not actually able to have a conversation where the other participant is willing to listen. Kind of interesting, right? Yeah. And and guys, I'll I'll give you this one. Like, you know, I just don't notice it sometimes. Like, I just, I didn't even see that the kitchen was a mess. I didn't, I didn't even realize that we had two weeks of laundry to do because my wife was sick. I just didn't even notice it. Guilty. You're <laughs> <laughs> talking about guilty. How many hands can we raise? Right. Here's the thing, though. If you're honest with yourself, when it's something you care about, you get real attentive. When it's something you care about, you get real intentional. And so ask yourself, do I not notice the dishes and the laundry and the dirty floor? And do I not notice all these things because I really don't notice them? Or because like, that's just, I'm not really that interested in seeing that it's all that dirty. Right. But you, you notice it and you're thinking, well, she'll get to that later. <laughs> she must have been busy. Today. She must have been busy. Maybe it's a tomorrow job. <laughs> But here's the thing, the what Cordell just said about uh, you know, you can chase that dollar tomorrow, give your family this time today before you miss it. So I know y'all are out there chasing the next dollar, chasing that promotion, chasing the corner office. The same attention and detail and intentionality you give to chasing that promotion and that dollar and that title and everything in your career, give that same attention that same level of intent to your family because we've said this before and we'll probably say it a thousand more times. Do not leave your family with your leftovers. Your family deserves your best. And so if you can show up every day for work and give them your best, you can show up every day for your family and give them your best. And you just got to start. You got to start. You got to start going home looking for the dishes, looking for the rug to vacuum. You have to actually look for it. That's the weird thing. You have to change your mentality. It's like look for opportunities to serve as opposed to be like, oh, I didn't even see it. Be intentional. Like when I get home today, 
I'm gonna go check the sinks. These are dishes. I'm gonna start washing them. Yeah, that's that's huge. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make today the day that I go home. I'm gonna put a load of laundry in the wash. And if you don't know how to do it, go and mess it up one time. I mean, it's it's fine. You can that's fine. You can figure it out afterwards. You know, just go try. Make an effort to do it and do it in a job that you'd be proud of. And trust me, the first time you do it. You're not going to get all the attaboys you, you think you're going to get. <laughs> you, think, you think she's been saving them up. You think she's been saving those attaboys up. She has not. Because, you know, we want our ego stroked. Like, oh, you did such a good job with uh, doing the laundry that I do all the time. Thanks. I'm telling you guys. <laughs> I'm telling y'all. You are not going to get the attaboy you think you're going to get. And Cordell and I know this. We're telling you right now. You go do... A load of laundry. You go run a dishwasher. You go put away a dishwasher. You go sweep the floor. You, you are not going to get an attaboy. You bathe all your kids for the first time ever, <laughs> and that's fine. That's not why you're doing it. And just, I mean, come on. Your wife's been chasing kids around for four, five, six, seven years. You come in once, be like, "Oh, I'm going to go ahead and do some dishes today." How cool is that? She, she's got, she's got your feet, man. That's not the point of this. The point of this is not. A scorecard. It's how can you start serving your family more? And we're we're going heavy on the chores. Maybe there's something else in your house. That's for you to figure out. Take a real honest look at your house. But what Cordell's saying is is absolutely true. Change your mindset from well, when I when I notice dishes, I'll go do them. To I'm going to go look for what I can do in the kitchen to help. I'm going to go look what I can do in our laundry room to help. I'm going to go look for things to stop waiting for. Oh, when I see it, it'll remind me. When I see it, I'll think about it. No, no, go be intentional about, I'm going to go do this thing for my family. That's right. And you start freeing up those things that are weighing down on somebody's mind. So imagine when you have a deadline at work and you have all these tasks and things to do, it almost can be paralyzing at times. When you have so many things in front of you where you almost act but in action. You know, a lot of times uh, that's another issue that we get into, man, but just remember that by doing these things over time, you will start to free up some of the capacity that your wife has to listen to you. So start with yourself first. Be, be that, that ultra-detailed person when it comes to you know passing a mop or folding the clothes or doing things around the home. Care about those because you care about your wife. I'll tell you another quick story. I, my wife... We have a bed. <laughs> you might know where I'm going with it. There's this bed that we have that we both sleep in. That my wife has a lot of pillows. No. On the bed. No. Uh, way too many pillows on on this bed. How many pillows? It's a lot. It's probably at least 12, 13, 14, 15 pillows <laughs> on this bed. We have a lot of pillows in our bed. Well, I I'm typically the last one. Up, I need. Sometimes I'm I'm working on being earlier on getting up. Um, but she, my wife, will get up before I do. Uh, on many occasions, I'm the last one getting out of bed. Well, I mean, the bed wasn't getting made. And sometimes I looked at my wife, and said, "Hey, look, you got all these pillows, and the bed's not getting made." <laughs> you said that. You said that to her. I probably did. I'm sorry, honey. Um, anyways, and I I could publicly apologize, I've, and I've apologized to her about it too, but. The thing is, is I, I've taken a lot more ownership in that bed that we both sleep in, and it's my house too. My wife wants our house to look like it, it's on the cover of a magazine. Maybe I need to start focusing on trying to make it look that way. 
you know, not in spite of our family, not in spite of our family time or any of those things. I'm not going to make worshiping the cleanliness of our house be my idol, you know. But there is a little bit of balance of taking the ownership and taking those, you know, three minutes to make the bed, even with all the pillows, guys. Trust me, I, it took time. I had to get a little system going <laughs> with how to, how to do the bed with this, with this many pillows. But it can be done. If you get the system in line, then you start working with more efficiency. Yeah, the first time, it might have taken me, you know, 15 minutes or so. I don't know. Uh, make sure the pillows are just right. Uh, or they weren't. <laughs> they you weren't know? Or, and they weren't, right. And they weren't. But then you start doing it better, and you say, how can I make this a little bit neater and make it look like something my wife would appreciate? And you do it. And sometimes she won't even notice it's done. And more times than not now, it's not noticed, and that's okay. Because I realize that it's our home and these little things being done eventually starts alleviating a little bit of space to have that communication so that you can start being heard. And that's that's the key. So some some of y'all are going to – you heard the intro, right? We're going to teach you how to get your, your wife to listen, your stubborn wife. We're going to teach you how to get your stubborn wife to listen. Here's the thing. Some of y'all are listening to this, and you're, you're going to try to come for our man card. It's going to be like, man, these guys are talking about doing dishes and doing laundry and sweeping floors. Like, man, what is this? That's that's women's work. Some of y'all are thinking that. Here's what i got to tell you. My family, my wife, my kids, they're the most important things to me in this entire world. And I will serve them in any and every way that I can. And if you're home, if you and your wife are struggling to communicate, if you're struggling to get on the same page, if you're struggling to find time just to be together, and your wife is handling the burden of this home that is your home, I promise you that if you man up, you step up, and you start realizing these are not your wife's jobs to do. These are things that your house requires to maintain and to run. If you step up and start doing these things to help your wife to take that mental load off of her, to, to take this physical load off of her, just to show her that you care about her, it's going to change everything. Because it's going to start with you. You got to get out of your own head about why is my wife behind on this? Why is my wife taking so long on this? Why isn't this done? Even if you're not saying it, when you get that out of your own head, you've already started to change, right? And so then you start doing these things. You start serving your family in any and every way you can. You're going to start seeing other ways to serve your family. You're going to take some of the pressure off of your home. You're going to allow your wife to see how she can serve you, how you guys can communicate, how you guys can be together more. And so those of y'all that heard how to get your stubborn wife in line probably weren't thinking we're going to talk about chores. But I promise you, if you and your wife are having these 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 moments in your home where you're always butting heads, look to look look at ways you can serve her, not ways you can argue with her and try to get her to come around and get her to listen. Start looking for ways to serve her, and it'll start to work itself out. You didn't. You, hopefully, you don't think that you married your mother. <laughs> your wife didn't sign up to be your mom. Your wife is not your mom. She so so. Whenever you expect her to do things that your mom did in your household, you're asking her to do something that she isn't or wasn't designed to be. She's designed to be your partner, your companion, your helper, your lover throughout life. That's who she's designed to be. She's she's designed to be the rest of you. And so 
remember, loving and serving your wife is like serving yourself. Because whenever you love and serve the person that you're spending your life with, the majority of the t- your time with, you're making that person's life better. So why would you want to make the person that you're going to spend ideally the rest of your life with, why wouldn't you want to make their life better and more comfortable? Why wouldn't you? No brainer. Just do it, man. Step up and do it. Because that's the way to your wife's heart in a lot of times. And some of us, it takes longer to figure it out than others. So kudos to all you guys who figured this out already. But some of you need to listen to this a couple times, be intentional, and trust me, you'll think you've done, you've hung the moon when you do this for a couple days in a week. Because <laughs> it'll feel like so much. You're like, I did, I did so many dishes. I've apologized. I've recently taken up a lot of laundry in our household. I do, but I do the majority of the laundry in the household. But still, let me let me put a disclaimer on it. Within the past year of me doing, you know, not even it hasn't been a full year, but let's just say in a year's time of me doing the majority of laundry in the household, I will not come close to catching up to the amount of laundry my wife has done. So remember, it's not about keeping score. But remember, it takes time to kind of alleviate that weight and know that you're actually in the game with your your wife, with your spouse. Know that you're in the game together and that she's still not having to think she's carrying that load. So remember, just take some time. Get in the game. Have fun with it. Start enjoying it because know that you're trying to make a happy home. Know that it's going to take more than a week, more than a month. Be persistent and change your mind. Don't worry about the attitude or the how kind or unkind your wife is, um, if she does anything that you really like or not. Do it because you really care about your wife. Be genuine. Die to self a little bit. And do things you thought you wouldn't ever want to do or do. All all these things, all, all the when you start really looking at the things you can do to serve your family and serve your wife, what you're really doing is just showing that you care. So my wife's been sick the past week and a half, so she's not even feeling well. And whether or not you feel good or not, we still have three kids at home. That's that's how the game works, right? So she's still been you know busy all day, every day. And so in the evening, she's been resting more. And I've also had a, a fairly hectic week. And so this weekend, I was getting caught up on things. And I told her, I said, hey, going into the weekend, I told her, hey, I just want you to know that, like, I am aware that I haven't picked up the slack while you've been sick because I've been busy. And I just just want you to know that I've seen it. I'm aware of it. I'm not ignoring the house. It's just been busy. And we'll work together to get caught up on everything this weekend. And it almost sounds silly because it's like, well, you didn't do anything. Like you didn't actually go do the dishes and stuff. Like you were all behind on it. It's like, yeah, I know I was behind, but like being aware, being intentional about vocalizing that, like, hey, I know this is what needs to be done, and I'm going to be putting in the work to get it done. That meant something. And of course, you got to follow it up with the action. You're like you don't don't try sending a text every every other night, but like, oh, I'm so sorry, I thought about it. No, <laughs> it's just you know. But it's just showing that intention. And so really what it comes down to, hey, guys, men, lead your families by serving your families, by serving your wife, by serving your kids. 
get into your head the positivity and the gratitude for being able to serve your family in any and every way you can. It'll it'll go a long way for your own well-being as well as your communication, your relationship, your connection with your wife, um, and as well as for, for her well-being. So, guys, if y'all are listening to this, take it to heart. Listen again. If you didn't quite get what we're saying, it's not about changing your stubborn wife. It's not about the sole act of dishes or laundry. It's about the intent, the emotion, the idea behind it. And if any of y'all know a wife out there that that shares this sentiment here about her husband helping and leaving a bigger mess, send this to her. She can share it with, <laughs> share, share it with her husband. It'd be, it'd be really funny if it made it back to whoever wrote this. That's right. That would be really funny. And hopefully he can listen and uh, get a little bit of, of our wisdom. And hopefully if you put into practice, I promise you this, if you put into practice for long enough, do it, do it for a month, do it two months, do it three months. I can almost guarantee you, you will see change in your wife. But there probably isn't much change on her side that needs to be done. It was changing your attitude and the way that you viewed what she thought she should be doing. So if y'all enjoyed this one, leave us a, leave us a like, drop us a comment. You can subscribe on YouTube. You can follow our podcast on Apple Podcast. Um, let us know your thoughts. Let us know if you have any questions. Let us know if you have any thoughts you want us to, uh, to talk about, about things that you're dealing with, feeling, going through. Um, but help us spread the message. Men of a conviction. Trying to help men leave, live their lives on purpose and with intention. Men of conviction, baby. We out. We'll catch you all next time.